0: back to the matt mosley show on espn central texas
1: and thank you to all our sponsors uh, what a day it's been had keenan hall on earlier now jared anderson and uh, coach I've, i was excited to see you named i called gary that night and got the got the skinny you know gary he had very very nice things to say uh about you after all those years together but uh welcome to the matt mosley show and uh welcome to waco texas
0: i, I appreciate it that was
1: uh all,
0: it's, it's, all those it's,
1: years it's, it's, yeah go ahead
0: it's been an eventful day i don't think i think i've spent more time on the road than i have in waco so far
1: <laughs> well i mean Hopefully, I mean, the other day you all had that big junior day. Seems like Baylor's got a lot of great kids coming in, uh, a lot of excitement around the new offensive coaches, the new offensive system. Are you sensing that, uh, Jarrett, as you get out on the road and recruit and do all that stuff and talk to these juniors who came in? What's the excitement level about the direction of this program right now?
0: I think kids are excited. I think kids are excited and seeing some of the coaches I think they're kind of excited just to see a different brand, just a different brand of football on the offensive side.
1: Yeah, the fans I think uh, will be very excited and and when you start talking about up tempo and and uh, throwing it around and and even just, you know, getting up there running a lot of plays, you know, that takes fans back to the glory days of of when TCU and Baylor were uh, running up some huge points and you were on the other sideline um yeah. for those games at TCU but I mean that's it's fun to think back on those days it, it, that's when the rivalry it's always been a good rivalry but the rivalry yeah. got really good because both teams were great and let's be honest both head coaches did not totally care for each other they both kind of played that down When I try to bring it up with them, uh, at least Gary really papoos that. But still, that was part of why the fan bases got revved up. So that's got to be kind of surreal for you to now be on the other side of it. Has that taken a little getting used to or has it has the transition, you know, has it has it happened pretty quickly for you?
0: I think the big the hardest thing is uh, I started walking to the visitor locker room when I first walked in.
1: <laughs> when
0: I went into the stadium and they said, "You know where to go," and I said, "I guess to the left." I said to the visiting locker room, and said no this is our recruiting area.'" And from that standpoint, so I said it was pretty neat to to see the other side and while they were getting great players and things like that. You got to see kind of the tradition and from all that standpoint, I said I was always on the other. I said I was on the other side. I said I was on that that side that when it was sixty-one fifty-eight, and I said. I said I'm ready to be on that side when it's actually 61. I said I don't want them to score 58, but I said if it's a win, it's a win.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, you know, you were not on the right side that day, but wow, what are the great games in the history of the Big 12? You know, looking back on all those years, Gary really brags on you, boy, for your special teams knowledge. Uh, he he really digs into that, but boy, you. You coach just about everything, every facet. I mean, your resume, it's kind of funny because it's like, wow, okay, so he was O.C., he was coaching O-line, he was coach. I mean, you you pretty much did it all. Um, and I, I would think that's, at this point in your career, that's very valuable to you, and it's going to be very valuable to Coach Aranda since he's going to be calling plays and coaching linebackers and doing all this stuff. How much of that came up? when you were interviewing and and they were thinking about hiring you just that kind of level of experience in kind of all facets and and I think you even were even on the other side of the ball probably at some point
0: yes i actually played on the other side of the ball in college so that that it was a <laughs> unique it was a unique deal so i mean i think dave is just being able to i mean talking about in the interview and things is just being able to gel with the staff and having quite a few new guys on that offensive staff and i'd known spab before and gone down to and when i was actually at the other place and you know and known other coaches that we'd kind of coach with i'd known cap and he came down to when he was at southern miss at one point and we talked ball that was back in the rose bowl years at the at the other school but it was i said it's I mean, it's kind of how we all form together, and and how we work together, and how quickly we can kind of respond will be how quick our kids can respond to it. And I think they've already seen it within the first few weeks, or when we have been able to be in the office with the kids, the few days that we're able to be with them. All right,
1: so we had, you know, we've had a few leave, some move in on the tight ends. Have you had a little chance? I mean, y'all, it's limited, I know. Uh, And there's only so many things you can do, but in terms of, as y'all get ready to start installing everything, getting the offense in, what have those meetings been like? And even with some of the, you know, folks that have departed, uh, gosh, they had a ton of tight ends last year, like like nine tight ends. So even if two or three left, you're still going to have quite a few. What's the, what's the room like? And uh, what have those conversations been like?
0: It, the room's pretty good. I mean, I have, quality kids character kids and I told him I said uh I said we always say spring is fun and fall is ball but I said you're trying to instill things that what the system is and I told him I said there's going to be mistakes made out here but I said I we're going to I said we're going to press press the issue a little bit more and sometimes uh you know the huddle and this I said there's times that we will actually probably have a huddle at some point but I said right now we're not worried about that i said it's trying to see the tempo of what you can play at and what you how fast that you can kind of catch on knowledge wise but at the same time be able to play fast and use your athleticism of what you have and i told him i said i know there's other guys that left before i said i'm not worried about those guys i said they're not they're not part of the baylor program right now i said i'm worried about these six guys that are in the room right now
1: yeah i like that and and As you think about the air raid, there was a time maybe the tight end was rarely featured in that. I think things have evolved over the years. How big a part is is when SPAV talks to you and you'll have all these conversations, how do you see the tight end fitting into all
0: this? That's probably the biggest transformation, as you saw, probably bigger receiver. Kind of the the old air raid system was kind of just the big receiver, and now it's kind of and i would say it's kind of a, it's more from not so much an array, but it's a combination of different things with the tight end being as you see we talked about it the other day i said the nfl utilizes the tight end and makes the tight end i mean someone that they have to actually have to face and the college sometimes people get away from that we always talk about it as like with kelsey and and all these other guys that people utilize the tight end and he, he's a major focal point or sometimes colleges get away from that. And it's just a system. And so we talked about is he needs to be part of the focal point.
1: Well, and by the way, if you're going to bring up Kelsey, I mean, they, they now the tight ends uh, get to date the the superstars, right? So uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's maybe uh changed a little bit over the years it is interesting isn't it, to watch the nfl and just see those teams that have those types of players kittle kelsey i mean even the cowboys with ferguson this year started to break yeah. out a little bit it, it's um it, it's a matchup problem for defenses and uh when you have them and and uh and again you've got some guys that you'll be able to develop and everything but it, it it's a great dynamic i used to hate facing iowa state i'm sure you did too because you would look out there, it'd be Kohler, and then number you got number eleven, and then number eighty-eight. Somebody else, and you're like, golly, man, when are they going to run out of these kids?
0: I know they may not run that fast, but you're like, they just throw the ball up there, and you look up, and they've gotten twenty yards or eighteen yards, and it's kind of you. You almost get defeated a little bit on defense, thinking you got the perfect. <laughs> they had the perfect call, and all of a sudden. Here's one of those guys that I, I swear he just kind of throws the ball up in third and seven, and all of a sudden it's first and ten, and they're going down the field now. They had a, a couple running backs that were pretty good, too, with them. They kind of helped out and a quarterback that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I think back to uh, even some of the places, you, you know, you've been, you're from East Texas, and I've in, I interviewed some of those legends from East Texas. Some of them who played at Baylor. Some of them went through UT I would imagine Jarrett you're around my age uh maybe a little ahead of me but you were as a kid you you may have gone over there to Tyler lee and and uh, or that would have been John Tyler where some of those guys were playing and uh, do you have memories of seeing some of those incredible uh, uh, Tyler players as you were as you were growing
0: up you know what probably as I've gotten older I, I probably it's probably got into the recruiting aspect as some of the kids more than maybe growing up watching some of them play. I mean, watching some of them play was great, but probably going to recruit, thinking about when I'm recruiting the Trent Williams and trying to get Adrian Peterson or Malcolm, you know, some of these guys and Steve, I mean, Stephen Hodge and some of the guys that have come through. I mean, our program now that we have is you see guys that are gone on to the, I mean, I remember going to see Mahomes go to that other team. I'm like, you know, you're wondering if he was going to be a baseball player or not because his dad was throwing a baseball over in Lindell. and it's just like it's. You know, everybody was questioning whether he was going to be a full full blood bass. I mean, football player, and you you go back and you see all these guys, and now they've morphed into great NFL had great NFL careers for a lot of guys.
1: Yeah, there is something about East Texas, and boy, I, I'm trying to think: is it Ebner? Did he come out of East Texas? I mean, Baylor. Yeah, was he was. Some,
0: yeah. Actually, Ebner was Ebner was committed to me at TCU, and then Coach wanted him. To, coach Patterson wanted him to play defense. He goes, "I'm an offensive player," and I said, "Yes, you are." But uh, sometimes the the head coach can overrule some things.
1: <laughs> oh He's man, great. I could see Gary. Gary thought everybody should play linebacker, didn't he? No matter you could, yeah. you could run well, for like. Fifty touchdowns. Yeah. It's like, well, he's a linebacker. He or he's it an works. edge rusher. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it, it, D end or safety. D end or safety is always <laughs> what they seem to go to. Oh man,
1: so you you had an eye for what he was looking for, you know, um, out there at East Texas. What do you think it is about those East Texas players? I mean, you've been recruiting them forever. You grow up there. Um, is it just the I mean, it's like they love it across the state. Let's not act like West Texas doesn't like football. But there is, is something over the years where not only good players, but like superstars come out of, of there. And I'm not even talking about Earl and going back that far. But, like, even in recent years, there's just something about that area. And I don't exactly – you might be able to put your finger on it more. I, I think even back on those unbelievable Gilmer teams, uh, and you think, were just I with mean, Coach Traylor. Good,
0: uh, yeah. Yes, I think of Kendall Wright and some of those guys right there. And, I mean, sometimes people don't realize that their parents may be as hard as coaches on them when they're in the stands and they're playing their games. That's like some of these kids, I think they enjoy being coached by the coaches because sometimes their aunts and uncles and parents are getting after them so hard in the stands. You're like, oh, my gosh, this is what that kid has to go home to at night. But I said, <laughs> I mean, they love they love the game of football at the same time, that uncle or that granddad or that mom's telling them if he, if he didn't make a catch, they're telling him about it. And then they're, t- they're telling the coach, how come you need to be coaching them harder like I am? And so it's it's, uh, it's a unique experience sometimes.
1: Yeah, there was just a mystique around a lot of those programs, right? I mean, Carthage now, back then it used to be uh, Dangerfield. I can remember kids yeah. coming out of like Cuero and places like that. Now, uh, but, I mean, when you think of East Texas, it's just – you can just start naming off, you know, player after player. Um, has that been fun, getting back on the trail? I saw when they put the thing out the other day, It, I, I, as I expected, it said East Texas under your name. Um, I, You know, I and I would imagine, you know, you know so many of their you know, parents and who knows people that you played with back in the day. Uh, I just think that's got to be just a very natural thing for you. How how fun has it been, you know, back out there on the recruiting trail?
0: It, you know what? It's fun, but sometimes it can make you feel old when you got players that played for you, like in the Rose in a Rose Bowl, and you're recruiting his son right now already. So I said, sometimes you're like, dang, am I, am I already that dang old or what? So and he's up there at junior, he's up there at junior day. But I said, the great thing is, is I have his mom, and, and it's not just knowing the players, getting to know because I knew the mom when she was young too. And I said, the good thing is, he got his speed from his mom because she was a track girl. She was a track girl, too.
1: (laughs) It sounds almost like you're making me think of the Haney family, you know, Jesse and Juman uh, at TCU. And by the way, I tried like crazy to get Baylor to go after Hoss Haney, and they did. They ended up doing it, but it was a little late because he obviously is a big legacy kid when they finally kind of jumped in there. It was a little late, but whoa! That, that he's going to be, he's going to be a good one. Now, what is it about special teams over the years? Like, who did? How did you kind of hone your craft, uh, Jarrett, in 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 that area? Who was kind of a, an influence on you? And like, what's your what's your favorite part of special teams, or is it all of it, kicking game and everything?
0: I mean, I mean, we all we all had kind of a part when we coached it. I always had kickoff return, so I was. And really, that was an offensive play, so I used it for for what we were trying to get out of, or what we were trying to get fill position from that standpoint. And we kind of we did it as separated in different units, and sometimes it was a competition thing because we I had I was fortunate enough to that two times was ranked number one in the nation kick off return. And I said, you know, sometimes when you have great returners like Turpin and guys like that, I said it makes you I said it makes you a good coach. I said that was uh, <laughs> one of the things in Rager and some of those guys that we'd had over there. I said it's it make and it you know what it allows you to kind of draw up things and do different things sometimes with it. And it was that's probably what made it unique and fun. And we all you know the whole staff was part of it. And I know, I know that's what we're going to be here at, at our place. And I asked the other day and we were talking about special teams. And from that standpoint, I said when are we get I said when are we going to find out kind of who's coaching what unit and and this and that, because I said, it. I mean, you want to take pride in it. Now you want your players to take pride, and, you know, that's third. we always always thought that was a third of the game, and it meant so much to the other part for offense and defense for momentum changers.
1: Jarrett, what's a uh, – Rager gives me nightmares, by the way. Didn't he have that one game against <laughs> Baylor at our place? Well, we went, where he, I, yeah. I,
0: I, I do remember that one. The fourth and one, I think we went for it, and we ran a reverse with them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was our only
0: touch I think that was our only touchdown of the day it feels like that was the only way we could score
1: no y'all I think y'all won like 14 to nothing and he had both both <laughs> touchdowns were like 75 yards or something like that but yeah that was not a that was not a particularly fun day as I remember um I I, I am kind of curious all those years with well with Fran and then Gary both of them I mean but with Gary in particular and I've gotten to know him fairly well over the years but I mean. What what allowed you I mean, he is not easy on coaches. He's honestly not easy on anybody, Uh, not easy on friends. But what 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 kind of allowed you to have such a long and and boy, you were loyal and and stayed with him for all those years. And you all had such great um, seasons and won a ton of football games. What 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 kind of allowed what was your what
0: what stood out about him? I mean, I think he was loyal back to other – I mean, to other people. I mean, that's – even though he was – I mean, sometimes he could be harder on other coaches, sometimes newer coaches than older coaches from that standpoint. And he knew that we were there to work and we all had the common goal where sometimes this profession has changed a little bit, kind of like the the portal has changed. Sometimes coaches can be a little bit like the portal sometimes too. And we – I mean – that was probably the biggest thing that we went into it as is we like to win. I like to win. And that was the the goal that you were trying to do. And you were trying to develop your players to, to play at the highest level that you could. And, you know, my, my family enjoyed their time. I didn't have to move my kids. And sometimes you gave up opportunities for your family's sake. And, you know, and he was able to, to allow me to do that, allow us to do that from that standpoint. And that's the, the one thing that I've seen when i interview with coach Aranda that it, it I mean it you kind of had I had the same vibes with from that standpoint
1: yeah I like it when you say that other school about some of these other programs because it reminds me of Gary when he would say that other school down uh, south of here you know when he would be pointing <laughs> something out about some so maybe some issues the Bears were having, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I all that stuff comes flooding back, and somehow we overcame the whole Baylor TCU thing, and have become friends. Oh, yeah. But Jared, I uh, I really appreciate it, and uh this is a lot of fun. I've been looking forward to this, and can't wait to uh meet you in person, get to know you a little better. Thank you for doing this today.
0: Oh, I appreciate. Thanks for having
1: me. You bet. There he goes. That's Jared Anderson.